Welcome back, everyone. This is Eric Ellison with the Digital Education Podcast. And we're doing a short series of just kind of shorts, um, short podcasts on the Future Ready Project that I had the opportunity to be a part of. And today I'm with one of the school leaders, the head of school at the City School in Philadelphia, Joel Gaines, who's a great friend who I've gotten to know over the years um, through other projects as well, but then just even the opportunities to visit him in his work at the City School in Philadelphia. Joel, before we kind of dive into maybe some of the things that you've even discovered or reflected on from this project, um, we chose the City School because it is a unique place. I've known it now for maybe about 10 years um, Mm -hmm. in its iterations as it grows. But as you think about the future and as you think about like future ready, what gives you hope in this work to drive you forward in the unique context and and often i mean i think hopefully we painted a good picture of it in the book is is the hard context of what you're working in yeah so first of all thank you eric for allowing me to be on the podcast i think it's been about two years for me um maslow before blooming that uh that conversation and uh i'm grateful to be back in this space and and i, and I love that we're starting off with this reality of hope right it's the, it's the very thing that wakes me up in the morning uh, and to engage in a context that, yes, is very, it's, it's challenging. It uh, has many internal challenges, external challenges in the world that we uh, currently are navigating politically and ethnically. And it, you know, one, one could throw up their hands and say, uh, man, I, I want to run from this. And maybe God has put into me this crazy idea of being a firefighter, wanting to enter into the hard challenging spaces. But what gives me the hope is, is the people that I serve, uh, uh, that, that I serve and I serve alongside. I mean, uh, so the educators that that uh, have come, particularly through uh, the pandemic and those who have endured uh, with us, uh, having options uh, to go different spaces. But they said, look, we believe in this mission so much so that we want to dedicate our, our lives and our minds and our intellectual uh, genius to the students that we serve because our students uh, possess that as well. Um, our students and our families want to uh, be that beacon of light. Lux Irby is a big you know, uh, term, uh, slogan within our context, Latin for light to the city. So we have those many lights within our classroom that are going to bring about the light that is needed within the darkness that is not just within the urban context, but everywhere. Uh, and that's a part of our mission, wanting to send them out and to train them in order to do and be the light uh, in whatever context they're in. So that's what brings me hope is when I go to those elementary campuses, our two elementary campuses in two different parts of the city and seeing uh, students who in many ways have just such a um, intellectual uh, genius to the way that they see the world. And it's, it's, and we get to cultivate that. We get to um, uh, teachers and administrators and families partnering together to see our students thrive and flourish uh, within the context that they're in. Despite whatever the challenges that are there, the hope is the kids that we serve. And we're, um, it's, what, it's what wakes me up every morning. So one of the things that we talk about in the book is the nature of kind of the merger, the consolidation and the creation in a lot of ways of a new school with some of these these other schools, and it's a multi-site school throughout the city. I love that you talk about the light for the city because you're, the focus became on these individual schools to actually 
a school system in some ways for mm -hmm. the city um, mm -hmm. with multi-sites. Like, like what would be from the lessons that people can read in the book or some of the things that like what how would you even explain it to people if they if as they as they maybe take a bigger vision for not just their their local community, but for their city as a whole and in particular in your example, Philadelphia? Yeah, yeah. So the city school, you know, again, 1978. Uh, you have uh, the first iteration or you have these just this reality. If you look at our history, the different schools coming together in order to form the city school um, starting in 1978. Um, and, and then looking at what where you have uh, distinct people groups, distinct uh, groups of schools uh, that are very different than each other, similar missions, but different than each other. And in many ways, their ability to lay down their individual flags for a larger flag of uh, the gospel, uh, solid Christian education for the benefit of students within the city. So I think um, to, to uh, say it another way, I've loved watching, I love recounting and watching the ways that God brings in uh, us together to reimagine the way that we've done school. Um, and then being willing to connect with other folks who are about the same mission and coming together uh, to make things stronger, that the African proverb, I think that picture is in the book of um, that Nigerian proverb of if, if you want to go fast, go alone. And if you want to go far, go together. I think that uh, was really displayed by uh, a Presbyterian school, a reform school, a non-denominational school saying, hey, we're going to a Mennonite school coming together saying, hey, we're going to join forces. And we're seeing that uh, alone individually you know, we're doing good work, but if we were to come together, we could do a lot more. Uh, we could do a lot more. You could see a lot more students flourish um, in Philadelphia. And I think that is a lesson to be learned um, in Christian ed as a whole, that we can, uh, we can do a lot more together. So being able to have those working partnerships with other schools, uh, thinking creatively outside the box of sharing maybe staff or sharing uh, resources and, and, and authentic uh, uh, interactions with, with between schools is what I saw what took place in the past. And I'm really trying to duplicate that now in order to have, in many ways, a district within the district. I'll never put down the Philadelphia School District. That's where, you know, we reside right now. They have their own unique challenges. Uh, but I do want to be a district within the district, that light within within the, the city that we have. We want to see others benefit from um, from what we provide for students on a, on a daily basis. And, and so help me kind of think through this and, and maybe, you know, as, as you kind of think through the iterations, because cities can be dynamic places. And, you know, and I think maybe probably since 1978, you know, kind of in that iteration to then, you know, when the school started to kind of consolidate and join together and create, a, you know, a common system or that common district. Like, what are you seeing changing, uh, you know, that it's like sometimes we want to get to the finish line and then we get into these positions where there's not a finish line. What, mm. what are you seeing changing about the city, about your context and about this that, that you even reflect on for you as the city school as you move forward in this work? Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing what took place in the past doesn't necessarily work right now, right? The the ways of, okay, if you just follow this formula, uh, then uh, you, 
execute this formula well, then everything will be great. It'll be great in your enrollment. It'll be great in your development. It'll be great um, in your curriculum choices. And, and one of the things I'm seeing now is that we have to really be agile, uh, that we have to uh, really be okay with taking um, even calculated risks. Um, you know, there are certain things that, okay, I, I thought it would go this way, but you know, we have to be creative in our risk taking um, right now and where we're willing to invest, whether it be in relationships or partnerships that we would normally not uh, pursue um, for the betterment of our students because their worlds are constantly changing right now as well. So uh, in some ways we, we have to catch up with what's happening in the world uh, around us um, for the benefit of our students so that they're prepared when they're entering into these spaces. So though that that area of taking those calculated risks is a important piece within uh, that I'm reflecting on is uh, is wanting to gather enough information, wisdom, counsel on where we should move forward, where the playbook, as we talk about, uh, the, you have to throw it out, right? <laughs> it, it's, it's antiquated at this point, and we need to be willing to try things that that normally uh, that may may have been hey that's a scary don't go in that direction but now we have to be uh, open to doing that doing those things. So you mentioned three books that are uh, three parts of the book that we kind of came out with research in in real short order kind of calculated risks mm. prioritizing people and then inviting partners right mm. and so so in this. Can, can you just pull on one of those threads real quick and give us an example of something that you're even working on, whether it's, you know, whether it's the risk, the people or the partners that, that you're pulling on that thread as you as you seek to, you know, do the really good work that you're doing at the city school? Yeah, I'll, I'll pull on the thread of uh, partnership. Um, uh, and it's a it's an important one in the iteration of our school right now and that we noticed that. You know, we, we are in an urban context and about uh, less than 20 miles away, we have a suburban school that I, I actually worked at prior to, um, had resources and connections and could learn a lot from the city school and we could learn a lot from them. And we realized that we need to be in partnership with one one another. So actually my wife, uh, Tia Gaines, is is uh, the curator, the director of, of allowing that partnership to occur between two schools. Uh, she's doing the hard work of getting boards together. Uh, she's doing the hard work of, of, in many ways, showing, hey, there's a there, there may be these differences, but there's so much that we can learn from each other. And there's so many similarities between us that it behooves us to be in connection and that we are stronger together. So uh, that didn't happen prior to uh, this year. That, that didn't exist. You would think that it did, or it would. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm grateful for the way that uh, Tia is bringing together myself and the other head of school at, at um, the other school, Delaware County. Um, she is doing a lot of hard work of also looking for other partners who want to support this partnership. So that's that's the wisdom that I see uh, in partnership is, hey, you, two entities can partner, but who else can you pull who can be a part of that process? And people want to see uh, these things succeed. So we're excited for the colleges, uh, for the universities, for the other groups that want to, um, they can't invest all of their time in it, but they can invest certain resources or certain uh, opportunities for the two groups to come together. Uh, she's doing a great job of, of curating that process. And I believe that the schools are going to be stronger because of it.
Uh, Joel, thank you so much for just the encouragement, you know, the hopefulness um, amidst, you know, the, the, the hard and difficult work. Um, but then even just kind of like that creative thinking of how we can do some of this better together. And so I appreciate that. Happy Thanksgiving, Joel. Same to you. Same to you. Happy Thanksgiving, brother. Shalom to you.